Godly Goal Planning by Leslie Leonard, read by Gabby Campbell. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you that your mercies are new every morning. Thank you, Father, for the word that you are going to bring to us today. I pray that it will encourage all my mama friends who are listening out there or who will come back and listen to this podcast later. Teach us, Lord. Show us what you want us to learn and what you want us to take away from this devotional today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Lamentations 3, verses 22 through 23. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I have a confession. I am not a big fan of New Year's resolutions. I don't really see the point of making a goal at a specific time of the year and then feeling pressured to keep the goal just because everyone else is doing it. It's a flawed system right from the beginning. We set ourselves up to fail and to not complete our initial goal because we did not do one small step. We neglected to stop, pray, and ask God for His help and wisdom on our journey. Goal planning should always be done with a partner, God. Here are some easy-to-follow steps for what I like to call godly goal planning. Pray. Proverbs 19.21 gives us a foundation to begin. Many are the plans in, plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. We must start out our goal-setting session in prayer, asking the Lord to bless and ordain the project. Plan. Proverbs 16.9 tells us, In their hearts humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Write down your plan. Be committed enough to put it down on paper. Prioritize. Proverbs 24.27 tells us, Do your planning and prepare your fields before building your house. We cannot do everything. We need to align our priorities with His and ultimately make sure they are God-ordained. Pray. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 reminds us to pray without ceasing. We must continually take our challenges to the Lord. Commit. Proverbs 16.3 states, Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Tell someone about what you are doing. Post it on Facebook. You are not truly committed if you just keep it to yourself. Execute. Luke one thirty seven gives great direction by telling us, For no word from God will ever fail. Jump in feet first with God and go. Make the changes that you have planned and have commit, committed to in your planning stages. Pray. Continue to trust that the Lord will provide for all your needs during this time of challenge. Second Chronicles 15.7 tells us, But as for you, be strong and do not give up, for your work will be rewarded. 
Stop and pray. Be thankful. Ask for help and strength if needed, but always remember to pray. Celebrate. Psalms 101-3 states, Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful songs. Know the Lord is good. I'm sorry. Know the Lord is God. Take the time to celebrate your accomplishment, but do not forget to acknowledge the one who walked beside you in your time of challenge. Pray. Most importantly, we need to remember to thank God for what he has done during this season in our life. Take a moment and thank the Lord for for honing you, teaching you, and trusting you. When we turn over our lives to God and truly live by faith, we are trusting in Him to provide for us in all aspects of our lives. This includes areas like self-improvement, budgeting, and even child-rearing. Regarding anything we need or want, He wants us to come to Him and ask for help. When it comes to goal-setting and execution, if I take my request to the Lord and we work together to create a plan— and I pray fervently over my goal, I am ultimately successful. If I am prideful and try to do it all myself, I will ultimately fail. Isaiah 64 verse 8 says it, says it best, But now, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are our potter. And all we are and all we are the work of your hand. We must submit to the will of the Lord to be ultimately successful. I hope you found encouragement and newfound excitement today in the area of goal setting. Questions to ponder. Do you have any areas in your life that need improvement? Do you need to spend some time with God creating a goal plan? I encourage you to spend some time in prayer, asking God if He sees any areas in your life that could use improvement or encouragement. Ask Him to make your, ask him to make your plan for change very clear so you can easily identify the issue and execute the plan. Be prepared for the answer. Journal about your experience so you can go back and reflect on what you learned and how you grew during the experience. Don't forget to celebrate your accomplishment. Faith-filled ideas. Do you smile enough? A smile can change a mood in a room, calm a crying child, or even diffuse a horrible situation. My challenge to you this week is to smile at everyone you encounter. A genuine smile of happiness. A smile that says without a doubt you are happy to see them. Proverbs 17.22 states, A joyful heart is good medicine, but depression drains one's strengths. Some added health benefits of smiling are lower blood pressure, relieved stress, and uplifted moods. Smiling is contagious. Let's pray.
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for just being so gentle and kind in directing us, Lord, in the way that you want us to go as we look into a new year ahead, as each of us looks into goal setting and what that looks like for us individually and for our families. We are all created so differently and so uniquely, God, that my plan is not the same as somebody else's plan that you have for us. I pray, God, that we just turn to you for every question and every desire that we have, every need that we have. I pray, Lord, like the study says today, that we check with you first. I pray that we come to you and I pray for our hearts to have a desire to team up with you, God, to accomplish the goals that you have for us in this next new year. I pray that you will speak to each one of us and you will make it clear and you will make it known the things that we need to let go of that are not important in this season and those things that we do need to hold on to that are going to bring us ultimately closer to you and closer to accomplishing the goals and the plans that you have for us, Lord, in this moment in time. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for each of our families that you have crafted so individually and perfectly according to your plans. We love you, Jesus. We thank you for who you are and for what you continue to do in us and in and through us. We just continue to want to come before you and lay everything down at your feet. We acknowledge that we need you every single day and we cannot do any of this without you. And I pray, Father, that you help us, Lord, to to be able to smile. As our faith-filled idea said today, I just pray that we can smile, that we may br- that we may bring joy to wherever we go, that we may help a situation, and ultimately, Lord, that we just bring the joy of the Lord wherever we are and that people will see your light shining through us because of the joy and the smile on our faces. Thank you, Father. Continue to help us to know how to do that better every day. We can definitely continue to grow in that area, and it's something that we can strive to do every day and that we can strive to teach our kids and our, and our husbands, and we just pray that we are joyful families. We love you. We thank you, Father, and we give you the rest of the end of this year to you. May your will be done in our lives, and we look forward to what's ahead in the new year and what you are going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.